You're listening to To Dine for the Podcast, the Shot Put Media production, presented by MasterCard. Start something priceless. What's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by Terlato Wine Group. American National Insurance, and Spiritless. At the beginning of this podcast, I ask, what's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? While the To Dine For podcast provides the restaurants and the people, where are you getting your wine? Uncork.com is an online wine shop that brings the best part of buying wine right into your home. This carefully curated collection of wines range in price to accommodate every budget, from everyday best buys all the way to very special occasion wines. Uncork.com features family-owned wineries from all corners of the globe, California to France, Washington to Italy. If you're looking to broaden your wine horizons, learn about new producers and get great customer service, just like your local wine shop, head over to uncork.com. Use code TDF20 to get 20% off your first purchase. To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit americannational.com dine. If you listen to this podcast, you know I love a great founder story. That's why I love the story of Kentucky 74 from Spiritless, Three young women from Louisville, Kentucky, who had the idea for a healthier bourbon. Healthier in the sense it has no alcohol. So you can have an evening cocktail with no guilt and almost no calories. It is so delicious. I love to squeeze an orange slice, a couple of dashes of bitters, shake it with ice, and then strain it into a beautiful glass and just kick back. If you'd like to try a bottle of Spiritless, you can use promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Welcome to To Dine For The Podcast, where we meet the world's most innovative and fascinating minds at their favorite restaurant. On today's podcast is Mel Robbins. I am a life-tested expert. The things that I help other people with, I did not learn in a book. I had to learn them the hard way. Mel Robbins is an author and one of the world's most sought-after speakers. Her New York Times bestselling book, The Five-Second Rule, shares her journey from handling crippling anxiety and depression to how you can, too. Mel has this incredible ability to break down overwhelming subjects into small, bite-sized chunks that help people take one step in front of the other. 
I thoroughly enjoyed my time with Mel in North Muskegon, Michigan at the Red Rooster Tavern, Mel's favorite restaurant and the site of her first job. Please enjoy my interview with Mel Robbins. Today I'm in North Muskegon, Michigan, on my way into the Red Rooster Tavern. I'm meeting a woman who has reinvented herself many times over, and now she's on a mission to help you do the same thing. I can't wait for you to meet Mel Robbins. How are you? I'm fantastic. Oh, it is so nice to meet you. This is a homecoming for Mel Robbins. She grew up here, along the crashing waves of Lake Michigan and the thickly settled trees of Western Michigan, a scenic and beautiful summer vacation spot for some. Walking into the Red Rooster is coming home for Mel. I had more experiences here than we have time to talk about. This iconic tavern is where Mel showed up for her very first job, punching the clock to cash in on a little of what has drawn locals, tourists, and everyone in between for nearly a hundred years. It's kind of the great equalizer. There'll be a Ferrari parked out front and then a 1970s pickup truck. They'll be standing next to each other at the bar drinking a PBR. It's awesome. It's that place where live music and mouth-watering meals reel in a steady crowd. But it's the life shared here, elbow to elbow, night after night, season after season, stories that linger into lore and bring everyone back for more. Right over my shoulder, um, there was a gentleman that had a heart attack here and started choking on a burrito. Yes, I had to lit I literally hopped Did over you do the Heimlich? Yes, I hopped over that bar. <laughs> you saved a man's life? I had to do the Heimlich maneuver by laughing for 11 and a half minutes until the ambulance came. Wow. A hearty dose of that same brand of care is poured into every item on the menu. A creative mix of crowd-pleasing delicious dishes. It's simple bar food but it is amazing bar food, and it's the best ingredients we can get our hands on. I pay a little extra for it, but I know what's going in your stomach, and it makes me feel better. We take great pride in, in everything that we put on everybody's table. Today, we're tasting two incredible appetizers, a platter of perfectly prepared pretzels with the Red Rooster's house-made beer cheese, and the most popular menu item, these. Melt-in-your-mouth masterpieces made of crispy potato, bacon, and cheese, followed by the pan-fried walleye. Fresh, sustainable, and cooked to perfection. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Wow, what is this? Is this the walleye? Yes. Oh, excellent. Oh my God. There couldn't be a more perfect place to sit down with Mel Robbins, a local girl who made her way from the woods of West Michigan along a meandering path collecting hard-earned life lessons, and making it big by simply sharing those lessons in a no-nonsense way. With a TED Talk viewed more than 25 million times, she catapulted onto the international stage, becoming one of the most booked motivational speakers in the world, reaching millions with her simple five-second rule, a brain trick to launch yourself into the life you want. She's built a powerful personal change platform and even had a stint with her own talk show, all because of her incredible ability to fight through her own shame and anxiety one step at a time and live to stand back up and tell it like it is 
I love that you picked this restaurant because it's, a, it's sort of like a return to who you were, right? Yeah. And who you are. Well, there's a million lessons I learned in this place. Really? Like what? Having a service job, I think, should be essential requirement for anybody growing up. Um, there's nothing like uh, taking care of people and being treated like garbage to mm -hmm. make you realize uh, that you should always treat people with respect. I went from hostessing to fry cook to wait to busing to waitressing. You did everything here. <laughs> and with that, we're going to start eating. Burritos. Yes, cue the food. Okay, <laughs> cue what the food. This, uh, they've changed the menu since I was here last. Hour. So I think this is the pretzel with a cheese dip, and okay. then this is fried um, potatoes with cheese. Oh, okay, potatoes yeah. and cheese. I, I know. know. I know. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, that's really good. Mm. Mm. We're not when I was Wow. Here. Those are amazing. Yes. They said this is the best seller, and I can see why. I can see why, too. It's a fried, melt-in-your-mouth cheese ball. Mm -hmm. Really good. Really uh -huh. good. What is it like to be from North Muskegon? Very family-focused. Mm. Very tight-knit community, and a community that is very much into the outdoors. Mm. Because we are surrounded by lakes and state parks. It's the type of life that people... I think took for granted and started to realize they missed when the pandemic hit. Sort of that reconnection to nostalgia, to family. I also think my spark for growth and for um, exploring also came from a very small town upbringing, but it's grounded in gratitude, not escaping where you're from, but a see seeing what else is out there. What did you want to be when you grew up? I grew up watching all the talk shows. When I came home from uh, school, my mom had Donahue and mm -hmm. Sally Jesse on and um, Oprah back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I just always was fascinated by their shows. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how somebody became that. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it as an intentional career path. Right. But there was something, even as a young kid, that called to me about what I saw going on there. People helping other people. And also, what I loved about the early talk shows is they brought out of the shadows the human experience and normalized things that people didn't feel comfortable talking about. She set out from the woods of Western Michigan to forge a career path, graduating from North Muskegon High School as the class president and voted most likely to succeed. She enrolled at Dartmouth College in New Hampshire, went on to law school, and started a career as a criminal defense attorney, racking up a string of outside successes. But on the inside, she says crippling anxiety and debilitating confusion were with her every step of the way. You went to law school, uh -huh. you became a criminal defense attorney. Uh -huh. uh, you now I went to law school, not because I was thinking that would be a good thing, Why'd you go to law school? Well, I went to law school because I was dating a guy. See, the way to deal with, the way that I dealt with my chronic anxiety was mm -hmm. to latch myself onto somebody else. Mm -hmm. And the other person became the grounding force in my life. So I go to law school. I hate every minute of it. The worst three years of my life. Um, I don't know at this point that I'm dyslexic. So reading that much, writing that much, my worst freaking nightmare hated myself. I hated law school. I had the 
the opposite of a positive routine. But it, it was enough to get you to not only to, through law school, but then you became a criminal defense attorney and a successful one. You know what psychologists call it? High-functioning anxiety. From the outside, we judge people's successes and appearances, but you have no clue what it feels like to be them. Ain't that the truth? And so I was, I'm a really good freestyler, mm -hmm. and I'm extremely good at problem solving. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like I turn my entire life into one problem yeah. to solve over and over and over again, unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. Because I was doing so poorly in the classes with writing, I started going to classes that had to do with oral argument. Mm. And I ended up on the mock trial team. Mm. And so... Talking. Talking. Going back to the talk show, yes. Yes. The interesting thing is, is that all the research shows that if you enjoy what you're doing, you'll do more of it naturally. And when you do more of something, you become better at it, which means you enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. So it becomes this self-fulfilling thing. Mm -hmm. And so I found my way by trying lots of different things, most of which I was terrible at, and then leaning more toward the stuff that came naturally and that I enjoyed. Taking small steps yes. in the direction of what you love. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, The signs were already there, weren't they? Yeah, what you really looking backwards to... they were. Right. But you know, when you're in the middle of the mess of your life, mm -hmm. you don't know where you're headed. Yeah. Right. But when you finally get somewhere that feels good, if you look in the rearview mirror, you can see why all the dots connect. After several years, she left her steady job as a defense attorney to set out on her own with a desire to help people, slowly building a practice as a life coach. At the same time, her husband became a restaurateur, opening a pizza place with big plans for expansion. Together, they went all in, raising a family and working tirelessly, betting everything, financially and emotionally, on their new entrepreneurial pursuits. But then the recession of 2008 hit and the life they built came crashing down. I was checking the boxes. Go to college. Okay, now what? Oh, uh, get a job. Oh, now what? Okay, uh, go to professional school. Okay, now what? Oh, uh, get in a serious relationship and get married. Okay, now what? Get a better job. Okay, now what? Oh, get kids, okay? And I found myself at the age of 40, not happy. My husband was not happy, and he had gone into the restaurant business outside of Boston. The first one was wildly successful. It was a little pizza joint. The second one, um, and the third one, every mistake in the book, wrong location, overbuilt. Um, we had secured the second and third one with our entire life savings, cashed out the 401k, cashed out the kids' college. So the recession hit. Uh, we found ourselves $800,000 in debt and uh, with three kids unable to buy groceries, cars about to be repossessed, literally nothing. Um, so w would you say that's the rock bottom moment for you yeah, and your family? Yeah, and I think in life, when you feel like you're getting buried, the seeds of your new life get planted. We'll have more on this conversation in just a minute, but first, thank you to our sponsors. If you're like me, there are times when you want to feel like you're having a fancy cocktail, but you don't actually want the alcohol. So I love Kentucky 74 from Spiritless. It's a distilled, non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails, but with just 15 calories per serving and none of the guilt. You can pre-order your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use the promo code TODINEFOR to get free shipping. 
To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm, or your life, you can count on your local American National agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. At the beginning of this podcast, I ask, what's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? While the To Dine For podcast provides the restaurants and the people, where are you getting your wine? Uncork.com is an online wine shop that brings the best part of buying wine right into your home. This carefully curated collection of wines range in price to accommodate every budget, from everyday best buys all the way to very special occasion wines. Uncork.com features family-owned wineries from all corners of the globe, California to France, Washington to Italy. If you're looking to broaden your wine horizons, learn about new producers and get great customer service, just like your local wine shop, head over to uncork.com. Use code TDF20 to get 20% off your first purchase. Now back to our conversation. In life, when you feel like you're getting buried, the seeds of your new life get planted. And it doesn't feel like that at the time. I would wake up every morning to crushing anxiety and shame, and I could barely get out of bed. And um, I started circling the drain. And one night, I was giving myself a uh, pep talk. You gotta stop drinking. You've got to look for a job. You gotta stop yeah. being mean to Chris, Mel. You have got to get those kids on the bus. And by God, woman, when that alarm goes off, you cannot lay there. You have got to get out of bed. You cannot hit that snooze button. And a rocket ship went across the television screen and it gave me this crazy idea. I thought, that's it. Tomorrow morning, when the alarm goes off, you're gonna launch yourself out of bed. You're gonna move so fast that you won't be in that bed when the anxiety and the depression hits. And the alarm goes off, and I just started counting backwards like NASA does to launch a rocket. Five, four, three, two, one. I stood up. And that was the beginning of the next chapter of my life. Simply getting out of bed um, changed the trajectory of my life. Five, four, three, two, one, just do it, almost. Like, yeah. let's get going. Let's not overthink things. Let's just make it happen. Yep. So at this point, it d you, you didn't have a book in mind. You didn't Are have you a concept. Are you kidding me? This was you really trying to... This was me trying to pull myself together. This was survival. Oh my God, no. This was me clawing my way through my day. Mm. And see, everyone can talk a big game about change. But when push comes to shove, you're going to be alone. You're not going to want to do it. You're not going to feel ready. You're going to come up with a million excuses. And it's going to be the old you versus the new you. Mm. And in that moment, this little tool, 54321, bridges the gap between the old you and all the habits and excuses that hold you back and all the past trauma and programming and crap that you don't even know is holding you back and the new you seizing the moment in one moment. 
And so I want five, four, three, two, one, got out of bed. Five, four, three, two, one, pick up the phone and start networking. And so this tool became a way to push myself forward. One blast off at a time, she began to take action, crawling out of deep shame and anxiety, cold calling her way into a job as the host of an advice show on the radio, which led to several television opportunities, including a steady job as a legal analyst for CNN. From there, she was invited to give a TED Talk based on her own experience of picking herself up and moving forward. It has now been viewed more than 25 million times, launching her lucrative international speaking career, all one five-second step at a time. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Wow, what is this? Is this the walleye? Yes. Oh, excellent. Oh my God. Thank no, you, you can so take much. that. Thank you. This Thank looks you fantastic. So awesome. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay, Thank awesome. Thank you. I think the idea, when you can start being productive or make progress in life, there is a glimmer of hope. And, and I feel like what 54321 does is it allows people to make a little bit of progress that they can see. Tangible. Yes, because here's the thing: you cannot steer a parked car. You have to. Mm, that's good. You cannot steer get it a parked car. Yes. You have to get it rolling. Right. Momentum. Yes. And the break that's stopping everybody is we have a habit of hesitating the moment we feel vulnerable. It's a protection mechanism, and nobody realizes they have it until you start to play around with it. And inside that habit of hesitating is where the anxiety and excuses and self-doubt and everything come in. And so what the five-second rule is doing, the moment you start counting, five, four, three, two, one, you interrupt patterns stored here. It requires focus to count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and that activates this part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex. And that gives you immediate control over your thought and action, what you do next. And so I created something that researchers call a starting ritual. It's a form of metacognition, mm -hmm. which is just a fancy pants term that means brain trick. Mm -hmm. And you can switch gears between the part of your mind that is sabotaging your ability to move forward, and you can awaken the part of the mind that will help you do it. Would you say that the number one thing stopping most people from moving forward or, for living, or from living the life that they want is fear? thousand percent. What separates the people who move forward in spite of the fear and the people who are stopped? The people that are successful are not waiting for motivation. People who are successful know that motivation is complete garbage and that you will never feel like doing the things that are going to get the next chapter of your life launched. Change isn't fun. You don't need motivation. You actually need a little bit of discipline. That's it. And discipline comes through repetition. Mm. When you finally have a tool that helps you push through the things that are stopping you, like a break, mm -hmm. you start rolling. And as you're rolling, you can add one more thing. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like your whole life changes, not through the big stuff, but through tiny little changes. Baby steps. Tiny. Five, four, three, two, one. Five second. Get up. Five second changes. She is now known as the creator of the five second rule turning this simple trick that she came upon almost accidentally into a powerful media platform with internationally best-selling books, a practical journal, self-help videos, and sold-out speeches all over the world. Obviously, this five-second rule not only changed your life, but then went on to change thousands of other people's lives oh, when no. you wrote the book. and Millions. Millions. So that's why I'm so passionate about it, because I know of more than 200 people who have not committed suicide because they've used 54321 to stop themselves. We have veterans organizations that use it to help 
with reprogramming triggers with PTSD. We get letters from pediatricians every week who are using it in their practices to help kids uh, deal with anxiety. I love that you meet people where they are because you've gone through it too. I'm you still there in so many ways. <laughs> I don't know where you, why you think I've crossed some finish line. I am a life-tested expert. The things that I help other people with, I did not learn in a book. I had to learn them the hard way. But you're very good at explaining scenarios in your life, like working here where you felt lost, where yeah. you didn't know which way to go. And that is so many people. I mean, that's everyone at some point. And so to be able to take that scenario and then to give someone actionable advice that they can use in that moment, I feel like is your gift. A thousand percent. My gift is taking big complex ideas and boiling them down to something super simple mm -hmm. that you can explain at a kitchen table, at a dining table, like at, a, at, at the Red Rooster Tavern. We are right now in the middle of a pandemic. Yep. Uh, the country's hurting, people are furloughed, they've lost their job. The concept of reinvention has never been more relevant than it is at this very moment today. Yep, I'm right there with you. So in a mm. five day stretch, I walked off the set at CBS Broadcasting. Mm -hmm. I'm living my dream. I have a daytime talk show. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest job I've ever had. Mm -hmm. I'm finally in the right seat on the bus. Mm -hmm. In like, it was just awesome. Doing what you want to do. Doing what yes. I want to do. So I walk off the set and I walk into the control room and my executive producer turns to me and says, I'm really sorry. We're canceled. Oh my goodness. Done. Over. The Mel Robbins show that launched in the fall of 2019, the pinnacle of her life's climb, allowing her to do exactly what she loves to do, helping people by talking it out, was abruptly canceled during the COVID pandemic after just one season on the air. And so that must have been really hard. I found myself in a very familiar position. Mm -hmm. what, and the way I would describe it is like back to square one. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, first of all, you're never starting over, you're starting with experience. Right. That's your purpose, right? Yeah. And so if the, the vehicle to doing it goes away, it's still your purpose. Everything that you're doing is leading somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And if you have the attitude that you are in this stretch of the highway because you are meant to either meet someone or gain an experience or gain a skill set, you can show up for every leg of your journey in the journey of life knowing it is all meant for something. Yes. And you may not understand it at the moment. But I guarantee you, five years from now, 10 years from now, if you look back in that rearview mirror, you will understand exactly why this happened to you. Even the really horrible stuff. Yes. What an honor to hear Mel's story and share a sensational meal. From here, we head outdoors to the deep and wandering woods of a nearby state park, a place where Mel has been coming for years to root down before rising up yet again. You know, you talk specifically about the power of just going for a walk yes. and slowing down. Yes. What is it about that that's so powerful? If you ever feel stuck, if you ever feel panicked, if you ever feel lost, get yourself outside. You need to get outside with yourself and just take a walk and watch where your mind wanders. Mm. The other thing that you can do is, you know, look at a tree for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how old that tree is right there. 
but by the width and girth of it, it has to be 50 years old. Yeah. That tree has withstood Michigan winters mm -hmm. and storms. And it's a reminder that you will absolutely withstand whatever it is that the storm that you are facing right now in your life is. And so I think that there's so much about getting outside that lets your mind wander, that grounds you in the moment, and that reminds you that whatever it is that you're facing, it's temporary. When people hear the name Mel Robbins, what do you want them to think? Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> You want that to be sort of your legacy? It is my legacy, for sure. Um, you know, I think it's, it's super humbling to know that people are using it to manage their anxiety, to find the courage to go after their dreams, to stop themselves from uh, attempting suicide, to treat patients. Like, it's just absolutely humbling. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when... Uh, people hear the name Mel Robbins. I hope they say five, four, three, two, one. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed my time with Mel Robbins, a dynamo of energy and intensity who knows firsthand the trials and tribulations of a person with extreme anxiety. She knows because she still struggles. The techniques she teaches, she uses. Her advice isn't a rah-rah speech. It's a master class on empathy. She gets it because she too has been paralyzed with fear. Small steps, every day, with discipline. Moving past what has you stuck is not easy, but it can be done. In five, four, three, two, one. Thanks for listening to To Dine For The Podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. You can find us on Instagram at To Dine For TV and Facebook at To Dine For with Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For the podcast, American National, Spiritless, and Terlato Wine Group. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golner. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon. 